Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Hello and welcome to this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm Tatsu. And we are fired up about today's topic, everybody's favorite word, discipline. Yes, yes. This is a topic uh, requested by one of my homies, Kent. Shout out to Kent. Thank you for the topic, man. This is a very uh, a big topic, I think, overall, especially with the state of, of, of the world these days about um, being accountable and all that kind of stuff versus like, you know, doing, doing what feels right. You know, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot, you know, a lot of, uh, mixed messages in between that and as, as well, but yeah, man, let's get into it. Discipline, man. Like what are, what are some things that come to mind when you think about discipline and, and your relationship to discipline? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like, I automatically think of, like, where I'm not disciplined or as disciplined. I think we are, we are all disciplined in some way, shape, or form to everything. It's just how, how much and how little. Um, but I automatically go to the things that I'm not um, as disciplined in as maybe I would like. So more like the deficiencies within discipline or the areas. Um, and then I automatically think like military structure, like silly images, like making your bed and, you know, like crisp uniforms and all kinds of fun stuff, probably from like movies and TV shows. Right. Mm. Um, but that's where I go. Like automatically I go to where I'm not disciplined or as disciplined as I would like. And then like, you know, typical mental images that pop in my head. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Very similar. I, I originally just think military straight and narrow, do it at all costs. And I have that associated with being a lot, a lot of like, man, be a man. You got to do it. Screw your feelings. Let's get it done. Uh, type thing. And so I do, I do, when, when those images come up, I, I feel resistance toward it. Like, I don't want to become a robot or, yeah. or so robotic in my life. But at the same time, I understand how important it is to be disciplined. Because without the discipline, then I don't build the consistency. And then I won't get things done that I actually want to get done. Right. So it's kind of a, it's, it's a constant dance with discipline. Um, traditionally, Japanese culture comes from uh, a lot of history of, of the samurai uh, society. And um, even till, till today, a lot of artisans and, and people are very regimented in the way they live, live their lives. And mm. there's a lot of discipline that goes into it. And this cultural way of, of like perfect, perfecting your craft in a sense, just doing the very simple thing as, as perfectly as possible. And that, um, 
that came into my life early on because my parents are from Japan. Um, not that they they are to the extreme disciplined as well, but, but it is definitely a, a a big concept that I've lived with uh, for most of my life, whether I liked it or not. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and that that brings up a good point. I'm curious for you, coming from Japanese culture. And, and I think it's strong here in American culture as well. Um, there's mm -hmm. also a strong counterculture, I think, because of that. Um, mm -hmm. Where, like, where do you think that fine line of discipline and then doing discipline from obligation are? Mm -hmm. Like, how does that land for I, you? I think that's a very, very key point right there. And in the past, I think the things I was doing were not necessarily things that I really, really wanted to do or, or I was really passionate about. So I was just kind of forced to do, like go to school. I, I didn't really enjoy studying at, you know, at school. I loved hanging out with my friends. I love learning, but being forced to learn something that I really didn't have much of an interest in. And that kind of got grouped into this whole discipline category. You still got to wake up on time and you still got to do your homework and you still got to study and then you still got to take your tests and you got to have discipline around that. So that part versus now where I get to choose to learn the things that I want to learn and do the things that I want to do. And if I struggle with discipline, then it's okay. What else is going on? It's not because I'm not, I'm not being forced to do something that I don't want to do now, right? So it's, mm -hmm. is there something underneath this lack of not following through with certain things that I committed myself to um, going on? So it's, it's uh, for me, definitely, first off, am I doing the things I want to do? If I am, you know, if I'm not, then am I forcing myself to try to create discipline around those things when it's just like not aligned with me anyways? But if I am, then discipline is a healthy thing for me. Mm. So is it like unhealthy discipline or is it healthy discipline for me? Nice. So, so it, really, it really goes down to like what I'm aligned with, what I want to do. Yeah, and it seems like uh, as compared to like, I don't know, a kid growing up and having to go to school, like you, you as an adult allow like checking in and questioning around the thing and then checking to see if the overall thing is aligned. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just checking in and be like, Hey, what has me not do this thing? <laughs> what, what's in the way? And is it still aligned with what I want? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what about you? Where's, where's the, the line for you? Oh man, I think, well, it's tricky for me because sometimes I use obligation to get me started, mm -hmm. whatever it is, going to the gym, cleaning the kitchen, you name it, like whatever the task that it's not super exciting, <laughs> I might use obligation to, to start. But if I stay there, it becomes annoying, disempowering, affects my mood, it's not fun. So I quickly have to like intentionally use discipline and even obligation until I'm like set, 
And I'm like, okay, well, I can have fun with doing the dishes or I can have fun doing these menial chores that I don't want to be doing and make it fun or listen to a podcast or call someone like to where like, yes, I need to do that thing, but is there something from that thing I can get? Or is there something I can do along with the thing to make it more enjoyable? But I would say the default is always that of obligation. Always. So for me, it's getting out of the default quickly or quick enough to make it more empowering. But initially, it's always obligation. Mm -hmm. Almost anything Mm -hmm. initially. And if it goes unchecked, that becomes like kind of sabotage. Even fun things like vacation can be obligation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Going to golf, obligation. Like all these things can be made into obligation. And then from there, it's like, okay, well, it's not real. Like that's not a real thing. And did you, you know, you already used that to like get in motion and get in action. Now you can like set that down. Um, But discipline, like I'm a creature of habit. I like discipline. I like regimented things. I think for me, I got to make sure that I'm like uh, flexible enough to where I'm not rigid. Like there's discipline Mm -hmm. and then I think there's rigidness. Yes. And, you know, I think that's where like I got to watch as well, because I'm really good at like creating systems and then being rigid around the systems. Like the other day, uh, you know this, but a lot of listeners might not know this. Like I get all of our kids up. I make their lunches. I pack their bags. I take them to school, right? Little guy is still in preschool. So it's mainly the older guys, but the little guy comes down. I, I still set his stuff up and make him breakfast. And, you know, it's very night, like it's timed. Like I know when I go downstairs, I know how long it's going to take me. I know when I go back upstairs and make sure the kids are awake. And then I know exactly the order in which I do it. Like if you're watching me, you're like, whoa, this guy is like kind of insane. Um, And then Steph, my wife, uh, was asking like, or was just saying like, hey, like I think it's time that like, Sammy makes her own like lunch bag, like stop doing it for her. And in my mind, I'm like, and even through my mouth, like initially I was like, what? You're going to like tear up my great system that like has us out exactly <laughs> at 7 a.m. Like we're supposed to be, that's going to mess everything up. And mm. it, it probably would initially, but otherwise like, what am I going to make their lunch when they're 20? Like at some point, like, I'm going to have to have them take responsibility for that. Right. So she had a good point, but that's where my, my discipline and efficiency and regiment can get me into trouble. Like, I don't see that it can go another way. And then when I do see it, I still don't like it. And then I got to mm-hmm. kind of like be with it for a little bit. And then it's like, okay, well, in the long run, this is good. In the short run, like I'm not to let go of that control and discipline and regiment. So many distractions these days, it may be challenging to stay focused and committed to living with intention. Good habits are more critical than ever before. Check out Winning Habits by Jeff Miller. A former tennis pro and top tier life and business coach, Jeff shares priceless experience and wisdom. Check it out on Amazon.com. So how, how do you know when your discipline has gotten to the point of, of rigid? And how do you like keep yourself in check or how do you 
what are some ways that you get checked to keep yourself in check? Well, staff will check me, no problem there. Um, but, you know, I think, <laughs> I think when it affects my mood, like, I don't know, um, someone spills a drink and that like slows us up by a minute or two, like in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm like letting it affect mm -hmm. me. I'm like, well, who cares? Like I have contingencies within my timelines. Like we have room for like 10 minute delays. We still be early. <laughs> so like in not 11, not yeah. 11 though. Not 11. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's really the, the type A showcase for Jeff here. Um, <laughs> it's either this or like the, you know, weekend at Bernie's guy. We're like, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> I think like when I start to notice, like I'm attached, like behaviorally to certain outcomes and like really like overanalyzed like ways, like the morning routine, like if I would let like a spilled water get me upset or if I'm like agitated, I feel myself agitated sometimes in the morning. I'm sure none of the parents listening to this episode ever feel agitated in the morning, getting their kids ready for school. Um, totally normal, right? But like, I'm making it worse by like, everything has to fit in this box. And everyone has to do their part. And like, that just rarely happens. It rarely happens that everyone's down in the timeline that I would want them down, right? Um, and, you know, that's all over the place. That's with relationships. That's with my businesses. Like, when I noticed that the system and how it is laid out is more important than the process. You know, the, and, and if I'm not allowing for natural ways of life and I'm getting affected by circumstances, I think that's the thing. So one it's how do I know, like I'm noticing, like I'm actually like paying attention. I'm not just like a robot Two, I'm like in tune with my like emotions and my feelings around what's happening. And then three, I look at the big picture and I'm like, does this actually matter, right? Like, is this just my own like stuff, like making it like box, like fitness of the box or is this okay? So I think that's to me like how I monitor that and how I'm aware of that and ultimately how I shift it in the moment. Mm. So that's a lot to do with your level of self-awareness and noticing what's coming up for you in that moment. If you're feeling more attached than you normally would be. Right. Yeah. Cause left to my own devices, like everything is super calculated and regimented <laughs> and that's not fun. Like eventually that gets like kind of rough. Um, mm -hmm. And that's like, there's no, no intent, right? Like if I'm, if I'm literally rushing in the shower after the gym, thus sweating out of the shower, so I could like run errands at this precise moment in which I have like three hours to run errands. Like, what am I, like, what are, what are I doing? Like, why am I like making myself crazy? So I think it's like being aware, right? Like, oh, okay. My, like, am I actually rushed or I need to like, is there a legitimate reason why I need to be rushed? Or is it because I've made up this thing and the efficiency monster like comes out? Um, so yeah, I think self-awareness is big. And then like results, right? Like if we're talking about like folks that have their own businesses, 
if the results aren't there, sure, there's definitely like ways of being that are in the way, but it's probably like inaction. And inaction can be traced to a lack of discipline. And to what you said earlier, like, it's probably more of us doing the things that we feel like doing over the things we need to be doing. Yeah. When I, when I think of like, like images of discipline also, and a lot of it, like, like we talked about earlier was military samurai, you know, warrior culture. There's a lot of romanticism around that. It's honorable respect, right? That I attached myself to, okay, I got to do this because I want to be honorable. I want to look honorable. I want to look, I want to gain respect. So I got to do things a certain way, but it wasn't necessary things that I was passionate about or really excited about doing, right? And then it becomes, okay, is it better off to do these things in a very regimented, disciplined manner because it's honorable, even though it's not really feeding my soul? Or should I actually do something that I want to do that lights me up and I'm still doing it in a regimented, disciplined manner, right? Before, I didn't, I didn't think that there, I had a choice. That it, mm. it was just like everything I do that I'm supposed to do, obligation, is just do it in a, just put my head down and just do it. Because that's the honorable thing to do and that's how I gain respect in this world, right? But that's just very disempowering. Yeah, well, especially because of the lens of which, like, I'm doing this to showcase my honor. There's things you and I do that we don't want to be doing. Like, we're not passionate. I'm not passionate about brushing my teeth. I'm not passionate about um, tax prep for my businesses. But those are things I need to do. And so I, I do those, but I don't do them to show honor, right? I think that's, that's the disempowering lens. Right. Because yeah. there's things most people do things they're not passionate about all the time, but it's part of the life they want or the life they need to have. Right. We need to take care of our bodies. We need to eat vegetables or so I hear um, might not be passionate <laughs> about eating vegetables. Right. I can honestly say, and this is on this is recorded. This will be forever available. <laughs> I will probably never be passionate about eating vegetables. Okay? <laughs> Like, it's a pretty good bet there, okay? But, but I am passionate about being healthy and feeling good overall, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I need to eat more vegetables, even though I don't love that and I'm not passionate about that, it's going to feed the, the ultimate passion or the ultimate outcome. Right. And... I'm not doing it for anyone else but me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the mm -hmm. big thing, right? Because it takes the should and obligation out. It's tied. It's one of 20 things to produce the outcome. Mm -hmm. Right? If I, if I work out really well, but I just slam sodas and fast food all day, the workout's meaningless. Mm -hmm. So it's going to need other support structures along the way. So I think that's the thing to remember too. It's like, is this a piece of the passion pie that's an ingredient, right? Mm -hmm. 
you know, we hear this analogy all the time, right? If you're baking cookies and it calls for 12 ingredients and you forget the sugar, those cookies are going to suck. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that sugar is more important than the other things. It's a part of the 12 ingredients of those cookies. Right. But I think a lot of people out there, they pick out an ingredient and they're like, I'm not passionate about this ingredient. And then you don't make the cookies or they don't build the business or they don't have that relationship right? because they get their passion for the outcome confused with the necess- necessary ingredients to create the outcome. Yes. Yes. The, the, the vision isn't big enough when they're focusing on the ingredient or that one step that they feel like they should have passion for, but then it's the vision's too small. Right. Yeah. Like you want to be a a coach and you want to impact lots of people. That's awesome. But you're not willing to talk to people about your business. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well then you're not going to have a business. Like, plain and simple, right? Like, it's not going to happen. So, to your point, that vision, that that pull, isn't going to be big enough to make you do the things you don't feel like doing but are necessary for you to create your vision. Parents, are you looking for books to support your children in self-awareness and consciousness? Well, look no further than listen by Tatsu Fushimi and illustrated by Brittany Vu. And a little reminder, written by Tatsu Fushimi and illustrated by Julie Wells. These are great books that can support your children's journey. Available on Amazon and barnesandnobles.com. And there's a lot of people that I meet, I'm sure there's a lot of people you meet, they nitpick ingredients, to use the metaphor we're still using, and they're like, I don't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. because yep. I don't want to go talk to somebody or I don't want to do tax prep. Mm-hmm. And yet there's 20 ingredients and they're good with 18 of those 20. And the lack of discipline or commitment to their vision creates the stop and the gap. Right, right. Yeah, man. You know the the, the ten thousand hour rule, rule of thumb. I'm familiar. Um, yeah, if if the vision isn't big enough, like even even having that number just as a guide, right? Are you willing to spend ten thousand hours on whatever it is to achieve whatever it is you want, right? If the answer is no, then cool, move on, right? If the hour, if the answer is yes, then at least you know if you're at 500 hours, you still got a whole lot of time to go, right? Yeah. And it's finding a different perspective around whatever it is that that's blocking you to get past the 500 hours into the thousands. But even like knowing if you even had some sort of a guide, say. It's going to take an X amount of time. Maybe it's going to take a few years. Am I willing? Is this worth it for me? You know, is this, is it, will this be fulfilling for me? 
to spend two or three years doing this thing? And what am I, what's it going to take to have at least that kind of a outlook would really help to get out of the weeds of the, the quote unquote ingredients of the daily instead of like, Oh, today I feel like doing this and Oh, what's my next step? Oh, I guess I'll just start talking to people. Okay. Without having a bigger vision, right. Then we wouldn't have that bigger vision to pull us when times get tough or when we get blocked in some way right yeah well and and again i think it's just realizing that that goes back to the self-awareness right like realize our own personal mental traps and when we fall in them and when we get ourselves out it's gonna happen like none of us are perfect (laughs) i might consider myself a relatively disciplined person but i've got my faults big time and it's like cool if i know that then A, I can, you know, set myself up to win without having to fall into the trap. Or when I fall in the trap, I say, oh, I'm just in that trap. It's not that I don't want to do that thing anymore. It's not that I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. It's like, oh, this is a predictable trap. Cool. Well, what have I done in the past that has got me out of that? Well, I've done this, I've done that, done the other things. Cool, let me try one. And then you're back on track. And, and and what I found is like people don't even have a definition of discipline that actually resonates with them. It's mm. usually some kind of negative, negative, uh, disempowered uh, absorption of things they didn't like to do in their past. <laughs> right. And like, no wonder you don't like discipline. You may discipline like the mean bully and like, Third grade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is your definition of discipline that has worked for you? Definitely a healthier relationship to discipline now than before. It's uh, a commitment. It's a commitment and following through on my commitments because of something that's worthwhile for me. Nice. So it's, yeah. Well, the big thing is the commitment there, right? So it overshadows the thing you don't want to do in the moment because there's a super commitment involved. Nice. Right. Right. It's not this, oh, I just have to do things because I'm told to do things. No, it's like I have this vision of something that I want. I want my life to be like, I want my relationships to be like this. And it's worth it. And it lights me up. So whatever I need to do, and create habits around I'm going to have fun doing it. It might be a struggle sometimes, but overall I'm going to enjoy it. What about you? What, what's your definition of discipline now? It's similar uh, to yours. I mean, mine would probably be somewhere along the lines of um, doing the things you need to do long after the feeling of doing them leaves that also tie into your purpose and commitment on the plane. So if those things that you don't want to do because you don't feel like them are going to support you in your higher level commitments, Mm -hmm. you're going to be disciplined. You're going to do them. That doesn't mean you 
do them 100% out of 100%. It doesn't mean it doesn't look like the struggle bus is there. It doesn't mean you enjoy every second of it. That's mm-hmm. not in my definition. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you have to enjoy every second of every day. Mm-hmm. I've never had a day where I enjoyed every second of every day. That I remember. Mm-hmm. But I still had amazing days. I don't have to enjoy every second. It's a lot of seconds. Right? Yeah. But yeah. I think a lot of people are like zoning in on the few minutes of the day they didn't like and not being able to look at the big picture mm-hmm. and and keep the focus on that. Right? And right. you know, again, I think discipline's a big anchor. Like you look at any winning team, winning company, people that are winning in their businesses and their lives, like they're the common thread is some form of consistency and discipline with a bigger picture purpose or commitment right i don't think they they don't you can't have one without the other right um otherwise you're just a robot doing menial tasks and 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 there's no big what for there right right and no wonder why people will quit easily if they don't have a bigger what for Right. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't learn this stuff in in high school and college. Um, This came like I had to go seek this information. Now I think it's a little bit better. I think there's like a lot of good podcasts and books that talk about this stuff. But then people then have to do their work and create their own. Right. You can't just copy and paste someone else's commitments and purposes. Right. It doesn't work like that. Um, So like, you know, Again, as we wrap super quick, this episode, I felt like was five minutes here. Um, Serious. <laughs> what, you know, again, someone out there struggling with their discipline in whatever aspect that might be, what's something that they could take on today to help with that and help support them? I would suggest looking at what it is, the thing that they're doing and what's the expanded bigger vision of it what's the what's the what for what's the big purpose behind it and if it's hard to see a bigger picture and bigger meaning like as a as a general direction for your whole life and it could be very broad and that's fine but if you could only see you know two years down the line for example and that's it where it stops the vision then it might not be big enough and it might be something you might be doing it for the wrong reasons that aren't aligned with who you are. Like if it's just for the money, maybe you're trying to do something to, just for the money. You don't really have a, a deep interest in it. But if, if you had the money, great. Right. Um, maybe that's maybe that's the block. So whatever it is you're doing, expand it out. Expand it out for the rest, of, like as a, as a purpose, a life purpose type of. Uh, direction that you're going in and how does this play into that um, and see see where you land how, how about you yeah i love that one for sure that's definitely a great thing to take on the other is write down all the things that you're disciplined in and all the things that you're not disciplined in and mm-hmm. get curious what has you disciplined in one area but not another mm-hmm. and you don't even have to do anything with that. Just get curious, ponder it, and then see if you can leverage areas that you're disciplined in 
for areas that you're not. And that would include like uh, probably a bigger purpose, a commitment, but just starting with the curiosity, not from make wrong, but just straight up curiosity. And then seeing if you can tie in those links and those things that make you disciplined in some areas, but not others. Nice. Love that, man. Constantly expanding the self-awareness. There you go. Never hurts. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, we appreciate it. We actually, again, like Tatsu mentioned, we got this topic from one of our listeners. So let's keep that coming. Please reach out. We love the feedback. We love the comments. We're always looking at ways to make this uh, better for you and, and more value and takeaways for you. So please keep those coming. And you can check us out on all social media channels. Um, and we look forward to the next episode. All right. See you on the next one, Jeff. You got it. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.